0: Can we lay down the ground party? rules first? Oh what? yeah. Whoa. Oh, okay.
1: Ooh. Ground rules. What's What's yeah. up? If you want to talk, talk.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to see my tits, that's an extra five. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> For fifteen, I'll like, take where off. Where are you it. going with I'll this? I'll take anything off.
1: hello and welcome to episode 90 of the destroy the brain podcast i'm andy trefenbeck i'm roger Henderson, and i'm jeremy jones and today we will be discussing the film that we chose for the december late night grindhouse. house that's don't open till christmas from 1984 it's the uh last episode of the year yes Um, we will be taking a little bit of a hiatus and going, uh, we'll be back in January. So not that long. We're going to leave you to the holidays.
2: This time we're taking a purposeful break. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And, uh, when we come back in January, we'll go over some of the, what we considered the best films of 2022. Or, yeah, yeah. It was actually a surprisingly good year. It was a good year. Absolutely. Don't spoil it. (laughs) (laughs) That's for episode 91 (laughs) But uh, this episode, yeah, we'll be talking about Don't Open Till Christmas We'll also be covering um, two movies that we've been watching Okay Yeah? Yeah? Yeah Okay Uh, But before we do, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram You can find all that stuff at support.destroythebrain.com You can also join our Discord server at discord.destroythebrain.com, or join our newsletter. I'm going to start being more militant about it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Roger? What have you been
0: watching? So I kind of uh, blind bought a a film from uh, Vinegar Syndrome, which turned out to be uh, something that Felt like it should be more along the lines of Severin films. Okay. Okay. That is uh, Blood Delirium. That is from 1988.
3: The color of life? This magnificent planet? How much longer am I going to have to
1: put up with this insanity?
3: Uh, Who are you?
1: I want to express the ferment of life in evolution. But I don't
3: know the first thing about evolution or life.
1: Um,
0: I like Italian sleaze and cheese, and this one is um, surprisingly like a, a nice hidden gem that I'd never even heard of before until it got a little bit of buzz on Instagram, and then they announced the release. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Might as, yeah. as well grab that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this one, like, the story is a little convoluted. Like, it's about this artist who his muse is his wife who passes away so that leaves him by himself with his um necrophiliac butler okay. amongst other
1: yeah. vile things is that, that like the- an extra charge <laughs> no nah, that's it you know as long as you find it you <laughs> it's a it. bonus service. i yeah. give you a 20 percent discount right. you find me a dead body <laughs>
0: I mean, it's something within the five minutes of the movie. It's established that this guy enjoys a nice cold one. So, We're not talking about beers, are we? Um. Yes.
2: Okay. Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, a year a year goes by after her passing, and he's like struggling to find this inspiration to you know fuel his artwork, and so he decides to get his butler a shovel and dig up his wife, Kay. who is a Kay. skeleton that's just riddled with maggots at this point. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to paint while this stitched together skeleton is like watching him. It doesn't work out. He's visioning that, you know, she's laughing at him and he's he's like, get her away, get her out of here. And, um, cutting to the chase, eventually the butler murders a woman Mm -hmm. and he helps dispose of the body and he sees the blood on the ground. He says, this is what I've been looking for. This is the color. This, of, uh, I've been going
1: delirious yes, trying to yes, find it. Uh, this
0: is the color I've been searching for my artwork. So he, <laughs> so um, you could <laughs> color, color me blood red. Yeah. Oh, right. hey. So he, uh, he has this woman that like looks exactly like his wife. Okay. At, uh, because it's the same actress. Oh. Um, that happens. So he's like using her like as a model and yada yada yada. But like he's using blood to you know, paint the, all, all this. Sure. Injury. And, like, the paintings in the background, you'll see weird as shit. Uh, so it's really bizarre along the same veins of um, Beyond the Darkness. Mm-hmm. okay. And a lot of people, like, kind of allude to uh, burial ground mm-hmm. because the painter, okay. during his descent into madness, is doing nothing but chewing the scenery and just... It is utterly bizarre. And if you like Don't Open No
1: Christmas. Okay. Probably okay. up your alley. <laughs> okay. Blood Delirium.
0: Blood Delirium.
1: And that's on uh, Severn Blu ray.
0: Yes. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome. Blu-ray. Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. That, it's weird coming oh, from Vinegar right. Syndrome. That's
1: right. Yeah. You said it yeah. feels like it's not yeah. show. film. <clears throat> okay. Well, if you're. Looking for streaming options, we do, in the show notes, put all the streaming options courtesy of Just Watch. Right. I so believe you can find... It's probably on Tubi. Tubi.
0: A, a shitty version on the YouTubes. Okay. So. Mm. Uh, oh. it's, it's cut, so I wouldn't recommend it. I like it, how but. you said
1: that covertly. Yeah. Like, oh, you
2: know, somewhere there. Somewhere.
1: Okay, Jeremy, what do you got?
2: Man, do I have one <laughs> for all of you. <laughs> Uh, Bully. So I actually did not go to Grindhouse this past weekend. Yep, I know. Um, <laughs> I was just, I was going to try to do both of these, but I was just way too tired Friday night. Yeah. I went to the gallery, had to see all jacked up and full of worms.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And... Which somebody apparently won pi- tickets. And,
2: and didn't claim them. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, it was, so the... Um, director alex phillips was in town with the film with one of the producers oh uh, so. at you know the galleria yeah and i was as, as much as i enjoyed don't <clears throat> Up Until christmas i wanted to see a nice version of it it's
1: nice to support
2: yeah i was like this is a much more unique opportunity uh yeah to get it together andy um <laughs> This, what do you mean, get it together? I'm just kidding. This, this film is very weird. Mm-hmm. And not for...
1: It's not for everybody. It's not
2: for, Have you seen it?
1: I have not. Okay. But I've seen so much discourse over it.
2: Um, So it I is... I can already
1: kind of read it. It's like, yeah. okay, this is going to be kind of a gross movie. It's not going to be for everybody, but it's also going to be very experimental, I think.
2: Yeah. And so it is about... <clears throat> There's two main characters. There is Roscoe, who works as a cleaner maid in kind of a no-tell motel. Mm. And then there is Benny, who is this lonely guy who wants to start a family. Okay, And their paths kind of intersect at this hotel, um, Based over, and they both discover these hallucinogenic worms that are kind of on the hotel grounds that they start taking and get addicted to.
3: Okay. Oh. be careful. This guy's trying to get away. You're gonna do, you, do them? Yeah. Do you um you wanna do arms with me? Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Okay. Just just take this guy right here. Go ahead, grab that one. Open your hand. Oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. okay.
2: And it is Just a odd. I mean, it's weird as fuck, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. Yeah, Um, it's very well made. I think it's interesting. Um, You know, he did a short Q and A after, and kind of confirmed like it's a body horror story about addiction. Uh not a not a feel good movie. Okay. Uh but it's not I don't want it to be like it's not like something like the sadness where you're like, you know. That made me feel bad in different ways. This mm. is just weird and it's off putting. And I think it's okay to be off there's some scenes in this that might make people just be like, No. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily like you know, this whole kind of insane discourse of like any showing of like problematic behavior is signing off on it, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with at all in right. films. Um, and that was part of the point is make people who are fucked up. Like, they're not supposed to be anyone to emulate. Yeah. Um, I did talk to him for a bit and. I think the producer's name was Veronica. I'm so sorry I don't remember her name. I'm terrible with names. I only remember his name because it's on
1: IMDb. Wow. Only remember his name.
3: Huh? Yeah.
2: There's like four or five producers. <laughs> That's <laughs> not my fault. Um, I didn't. Know. So he, they, and they're both Chicago based. Right. Um, it's filmed in Chicago. He is a St. Louis native, which I did yeah. not know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Landon told me that. Yeah, and uh, all, all, everything that I saw of his body work was all based in Chicago. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, maybe he was born here and then moved out.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not sure how long he's been up there, but very interesting production behind it because it, you know, started filming in like early 2020, <laughs> oh, no. and then trying to what happened yeah what happened (laughs) um but the way they have worked around it i think is very uh, is ingenious like when you have your back against the wall and circumstances completely out of your control in many other ways um i you know i think any anybody who can put a movie out there for the most part i think is a miracle oh yeah um so yeah, it was just cool to go out and like support that.
1: Did the crowd react? Well, or? so
2: there <laughs> it is there were some people that came in a little bit late. I think it was like okay. 4, four or five, and they got a little bit giggly cuz they weren't there at the beginning and then one Where they scene said, happened. shut the fuck up. No, nope, one scene happened, and it shut them up. Good, good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like this is not a tee-hee kind of movie. <laughs> uh, I could, but yeah, you could see, you know, coming out of context. You know, you might be like, "Oh, oh ha! This is awkward or weird," but it uh, crosses <laughs> crosses lines. So
1: all jacked up and it's, full of worms. And you can watch it
2: right now on yes, Screenbox. Yes, you can. And it's also available to rent through the usual digital VOD options. VODs, yes.
1: Yep. Cool. Well, I saw Violent Night. How was that? That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I um, haven't had a chance. So, Violent Night is the new film that you can see in theaters, and I'm sure we'll probably be in Peacock in like a month or two.
2: You think it would be uh, like next week, because it's Christmas. Yeah, but... I, it's doing well, so... It's doing yeah. well, yeah. And that's good Good for them.
1: Um. So, this is the movie that stars David Harbour as the true Santa Claus and the joke is you know there you may have seen it in the trailer when he's at the bar and he's enjoying drinks he's fucking trashed uh,
3: you ain't driving are you
0: i steer a little but the ranger do my sword
3: <laughs> this is my fourth year at the santa how about you
1: i started the whole damn thing oh, oh, oh. It's just kind of funny when um, he's interacting with normal people sometimes, but he's got this funny banter with the reindeer, and it's just, I don't know, what I'll say about it, surprisingly, it's actually like, I'd say there's some horror moments in it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's directed by Tommy Wachola, who did the Dead Snow films and Hansel and Gretel, but it's mainly an action film. Yeah. Um, but it's got a lot of heart behind it. and I think that's the interesting thing is we get a Santa Claus who's kind of on the edge of quitting. Because he's like, yeah, all these kids want fucking money and video games. Just a yeah. real cynical
0: bastard. Yeah, at that he's point. just very cynical very, and quite very honestly, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's very relatable. And uh, I mean, it's hard to not be cynical nowadays, especially with like, I don't want to sound like an old man, but like especially with the youth, they don't give a fuck. They just want a Christmas present, for the most part. There's, I'm sure, some good boys and girls out there.
2: None of them are listening. None though. of them <laughs> are listening to
1: our show. <laughs> But, yeah, no, uh, I thought everybody did really well. I I didn't really care for John Leguizamo, but I think that's just, like, a minor complaint. No love for uh,
2: Johnny Legs?
1: I don't know. It's hard for me to buy into him as a villain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless it's Spawn.
3: (laughs) He's got to be... Yeah, he's
1: got to be extremely charismatic or, like, a caricature. Like, that or... If, if you even want to call him the villain in, like, Romeo and Juliet, right? He's just not... I think the worst thing about this movie is it's pretty vanilla when you break it down. Um, there's some really cool action sequences and fight sequences, and there's, like, some crazy montages set to classic music that I think really pop off.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, the girl is... I, I had no problem with the... Um, the younger actress, the main girl, she was good. I mean, I thought everything was done pretty well. Of course, Beverly D'Angelo's in it, and she's the matriarch of this family, and her kids are all fucking spoiled as shit. And like the one kid who's like doing TikToks. Yeah,
0: live streaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: like, this is awful. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed. <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker. Um but yeah, no, I, I think it's I, I think it's a fun movie to watch around the holidays. Uh especially like if you were a fan of nobody and like the John Wick movies, you can definitely feel some of those action staged action sequences in in this film. Um but yeah, overall, I I thought it was it was it was a good time, it was a good watch. Definitely something, you know, if you're looking for something to rent. Maybe they'll make it available on VOD soon. I don't know. They, if they were smart, they probably should because after Christmas, I th- I assume this is going to die
2: off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might get some
1: I some think people residual. would see
2: it through new, you know, at least yeah, yeah years. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, oh, I was too busy. But, I mean, it's been out for a minute, so I don't It's beginning
2: of the month. I haven't had time to see it. I know people have said that it's uh
0: Die Hard, if you didn't think Die Hard was Christmassy enough.
1: <laughs> it's funny because it riffs off of Die Hard, but it also oh, also, also, also riffs <laughs> off of Die Hard too Yeah,
2: that's what I Yeah, I think you told me that. I was like, ooh, I okay. was like, you know. So William Sadler's in it now. Because <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it riffs off of Die Hard and it riffs off of Home Alone and i kind of feel like okay th- those are easy grabs you could watch better watch out and yeah. that kind of riffs off yeah, of home alone because a well. little
0: girl goes full-on macaulay Culkin, yeah in yeah. a much more violent
2: realistic way but
1: yeah i think that's that's <laughs> is it like the... you better
2: watch out realistic well,
3: right yeah, yeah.
1: because Hold it's on. the it's the most interesting thing because if you look and watch home alone those are really violent acts well. but they're done very yes fine no home alone Slap Two sticky. is
2: the most sadistic movie i've <laughs> ever seen <laughs> I never watched that one as much growing up and then seeing it as an adult in someone's house. I was like, oh my
1: God. Yeah. I mean, basically you're missing all the brutality. They're comic book characters. They're cartoons. But in this, they're actually human, but there's also some cartoonish elements. I, I to almost
0: it. felt bad for the guy on the ladder. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> almost. Yeah.
1: Almost. I almost got there. But um no, I really do like the Die Hard Two reference is really I'm like, really? They're doing this because there's something about the way it's shot and how their costumes look. I'm like, this really feels like Die Hard Two. And then when the the quote unquote twist happens, I'm like, oh this and they are too. <laughs> no Franco Nero in this. Just uh-huh. Beverly D'Angelo, De- though. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. Um, you know, if you don't get to see it before the holiday and that really bugs you, I guess wait until next year.
0: What'd you think about uh, the the chimney?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: No, that's no, there, there's some really good setups. Oh, yeah. There's, I don't know if I would necessarily call them set pieces because they're not really staged that way in a weird way, but they're, they kind of are also set pieces. Like the whole inside the barn, right? I mean, that's, that's a set piece. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, there's some really good, really good gags yeah. in the movie. I will be interested to watch it again, you know, next year.
0: I would hope for a prequel. That would be cool. Straight on Viking Santa y- Claus. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and that was kind of neat because there is like a flashback to, you know, before he became Santa Claus and he was a warrior. And I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. And it doesn't really dig it too deep into it, but yeah, I I, I agree that would be a cool. I prequel. just want a
0: Monomart to do a Christmas song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Violent Night, uh, out in theaters now, um, but if it shows up on VOD, we'll have a link in the show notes. Roger, what's the second movie you watch? Let's keep
0: with the Christmas spirit, because I would Mm. like to talk about Christmas Bloody Christmas.
2: Oh! Oh, I have not had a chance for this as well.
0: (laughs) So, that came out this year. It's available to stream on Shudder, and uh, it is what I call Class of 1999 the holiday special. (laughs) A lot of people (laughs) liken it to Terminator, which obviously it rips off Terminator, but it has that almost (laughs) punk rock spirit of Class of 1999. Okay. It is... It's ripping off Terminator and it has no, you know, problems with letting you know about it. Um, The whole, like, setup is like uh, the military was testing out a... um, a combat battlefield robot mm-hmm. and they I guess the contract didn't go through so they re- reprod these uh, these robots to be like store Santa Claus animatronics <laughs> yeah and uh, like as the movies going on um, you see like a news report in the background where there's like a recall on these models because they're reverting back to their oh, original oh, program <laughs> New animatronic state of the art Santa Claus featured at our own TW Bunkers is now the subject of an international recall.
3: Santa?
0: So, you know, obviously in this town, this Raytheon Santa Claus goes berserk and just starts murdering people. Okay. And um, it. When it comes to the kills, it pulls no punches. Um, It is very graphic, very, very gory, and the effects are just chef's kiss superb. Um, A lot of people complain about the dialogue because it is very
2: fuck heavy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think the best response I saw was someone was like, just mute it mute the first 40 minutes and now this is the dialogue and it was like fuck 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 fuck
0: i wouldn't recommend that because um it was a joke it might be it might be like <laughs> it might be the blue collar you know worker in me but like yeah i related to these characters because i mean they're like metal heads and like horror movie nerds so they like say a lot of things that i'm just like
1: ah yeah i have my yeah. moments where i say fuck too much
0: you know what I don't like Blumhouse that much either. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) You got some good movies, but, you know. You know. You're not, you know, all that great.
2: (laughs) I didn't forget about that Fantasy Island bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they got some bangers. Let's be honest.
0: But, um, yeah, it is like a holiday slasher to end all holiday slashers. Okay. Okay. Um, It is directed by um, Joe Begos. Joe (laughs) Begos. who did VFW and uh, what's that one about drugs? The Uh, mind, the
1: mind's eye. No bliss. 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 But also the mind's eye. I do like how you picked up his two latest films. Versus when I was introduced to him, it was almost human. Almost human. In mind's (laughs) eye, I'm like, okay, I get it. You love (laughs) Cronenberg, right? Right. And I do. I mean, I really liked Bliss. I didn't Um, didn't know he did almost human. That's I like
2: I liked Almost Human, but I didn't love it. I really liked Mind's Eye.
1: I liked Mind's Eye enough that when it was on sale for like six bucks on the Hamilton book, I bought it.
2: Wow, you buying something. I'm just
1: like, oh well this is like what, Scanner's five?
2: Uh no, that (laughs) is scanners. Scanners four
1: no. What's scanner's five?
2: Scanner Cop The Return Oh Ooh. god uh, Yeah you shit <laughs> You went there
0: Yeah. You brought it. You, yeah
3: Yeah,
1: but I always thought Scanner Cop 2 The Return Was not Scanner's Well uh, Well They were going to get into Scanner, the whole argument that Scanner, Scanner Cop, Cop is, is
2: supposed to, to be the sequel in. To the first film only Right But it's still the fifth and the It's still the fourth it's and the, fourth. the fifth in the franchise. Right. Mm.
1: Okay. Well look, I haven't watched Scanner Cop one or two. You haven't? No, I they, Dude. they're right there. I see. Yeah. Them. They're taunting to me. I'll watch it eventually. Okay.
0: But shit. <laughs> that's, that's gonna good. be on
1: my tombstone. <laughs> I'll watch yeah. it eventually. But
0: hopefully Christmas Bloody Christmas gets a Blu ray release soon because yeah. with my shitter net, like he it's very uh Shudder it, yeah. It's very neon light heavy, so there's like times where like you know my I heard yeah, that my ping drops a little bit and yeah, like it kind of kind of washes out hold. and everything.
1: <laughs> I'll be honest with you, that's some of my hesitation for watching it. Um, uh, Shutter doesn't have the best compression, I'll tell you that right nope. now. And quite honestly, like they don't offer 4K, so it's all 1080p, but it's really not even 1080p. Uh, It's a step above YouTube compression, in my opinion. But with those types of films where it's a very neon heavy LED color palette, I can only imagine that it probably doesn't look that great unless you have really good high speed internet. Right. And I definitely have seen people complain about it. And I'm like, eh, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't. It's hard for me to trust people's opinions because, like, you know, there's people that think the Predator Blu-ray looks amazing. I'm like, what? It's all wax. That's all it is. There's no definition in there whatsoever. But, no, I'm, um, you know, I I definitely want to try to catch it in the next week. Week. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Probably not going to happen. But if I don't, then it's like, oh, I'll just wait for the Blu-ray and look at it properly. But I definitely do want to see it. I, I was a big fan of Bliss. And yeah. I, I do like what Bigos does. He's he's a fan. You can tell that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I always want to try to support people that are also fans and filmmakers. I liked
2: VFW, not <laughs> as much as Bliss. It was yeah. kind yeah, of no, like the mutant gang from Dark Knight Returns, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I was into that part.
1: Yeah (laughs) But no I I thought Bliss was a really Cool direction that he was Possibly going into but now he seems to Be going in the direction we all Thought he was going in he's just not Copying Cronenberg as much which is fine By me
0: now it just seems like he's copying Canon films which is fine By me (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) Cool cool So Christmas Blade Christmas it's on Shutter. Great Neil Jeremy what's your second pick
2: well I was debating, but I guess I gotta keep the festivities going here. Ooh. And you can think of this in a couple different ways depending on your taste, which it's not much for most people. It's not much. Uh, <laughs> but I watched Amityville Christmas Vacation. You son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
2: So this I saw isn't This isn't real, is it? This is real. <laughs> I saw it posted on I think bloody disgusting. Rolled my eyes, was like Jesus Christ. So,
1: is this Christ. a newer movie?
2: Is it a what? Newer movie? Oh, this—it's this year, baby. <laughs> Hot um, release. I would call so. Kind of rolled my eyes. And I was like, you know what? I saw who was behind it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a try. Yeah, it was Randy Quaid, wasn't it? Oh, if only. My- <laughs> um, because I did like his one of his previous movies, even though it was dumb as, purposely dumb as hell. Um, so. <laughs> And I would say this is not featured length It is a short film because it is 45 minutes so for oh, all I know He could okay. have made this back in Like Hallmark style back in September <laughs> And gotten this out Um <laughs> Wally just Won a trip to sunny Amneyville There he Meets another unexpected Guest They're complete opposites but the spirit of Christmas will bring them together.
0: I'm in love with a human. Yeah,
2: it is about this cop who wins a all-expenses-paid trip for two nights to, to Amityville. Amityville. <laughs> uh, the homeowner is trying to feed him to a ghost that haunts that house.
1: Wait a minute. So did they actually say you win a two-night stay in Amityville or Martha's Vineyard? Because... I I don't I need answers I don't know and how did the <laughs> house get back from outer space well so that was, that was
2: uh John Polonia yeah yeah, uh, who did that one this is well, we'll get there we'll get there but um there's so you know it's kind of your classic story like boy gets vacation boy goes on vacation boy meets ghost boy gets ghost they have like a meet cute in the house when she's trying to scare him.
1: Wait, what? <laughs>
2: it's a rom-com.
1: Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god. This no. is a. Romantic, this is a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a romantic comedy when a man meets a ghost and falls in love. What? Yes. Yes. Where can I see this? You can see it on uh, Tubi. You can also rent it on Amazon. I I didn't know, so I rented it for. (laughs) It was ninety nine cents on Amazon. I was like, gladly pay that. Yes, I thought I left a review on Amazon, but I don't see it. So maybe I'll have to write another one. Let them know.
1: Amityville Christmas Vacation. Yes. So this was
2: um, written, co-written, directed, and starring Steve Radzinski, who also did Karis Hell. About the (laughs) And I did that in a group watch, uh, yeah, one night and I had fun with it, so I was like, Oh, it's this guy. And and I don't know if I've ever seen it. Comment somewhere, he's like, Yeah, I'm just making fun of all these movies that say they're like Amityville movies when they're really not, okay. Um, and he's like, I don't know, just thought I'd make fun of like (laughs) (laughs) Hallmark movies, and it's like, Okay, sold. Um, I think. He's pretty funny. You know, not every joke lands, but there's some good shit that genuinely made me laugh. Okay. I don't know if that's always a high bar. Um,
1: It's 45
2: minutes. It's fine. I don't know. I I
1: feel like sometimes you're a tough nut to crack.
2: I am... Yeah. I I think... Yeah. yeah, I can be. Um, But there's some real... Ingenious like no budget <clears throat> Filmmaking going on okay there's A see there's a date scene That <laughs> It's got to be all stolen sh- it's a Montage it's got to be all stolen shots Oh my god! And the way they did it Makes I Was laughing my ass off because if they had Like Done it a certain way they probably would have gotten Stopped by like what are you doing Who's this person <laughs> walking around covered In blood like it Okay um
1: it's all cartoons
2: it, No it's not cartoons but And I wonder when they did shoot Probably it Because they like go to the mall for part of it For kind of like <clears throat> You know it's all decorated for Christmas mm-hmm. um, There's a really good uh, Jason Goes to Hell reference Which <laughs> I feel like is missing in a lot of movies
1: Uh yeah
2: yeah. There's a character called Creighton
3: Spook
1: <laughs> Oh my god
3: <laughs> Jeremy <laughs>
1: How do, you find, do you just like Do you just on a daily Some, Search for Amityville no. shit
2: No cause sometimes things find you
1: <laughs>
2: And this Found me like look I you know I heard about Amityville Karen not interested Amityville Thanksgiving not Interested Um, and I did Rent it based off me enjoying Carousel okay So if it, yeah If this had been somebody else doing it I was Really more nervous about Amityville in space because I really hated Amityville Island because <laughs> that was a hunk of shit.
1: Amityville Fantasy Island. Island.
0: No, if only. Was that directed by Inna Shaila? The house. The house.
1: <laughs> okay, Amityville Christmas vacation. Merry Christmas, everyone. Nice, nice. Well, God happy bless holidays. public domain
0: intellectual property.
1: I can't break the mood, but some of you guys might have forgotten that Night of the Comet also takes place. Word. Okay. Over Christmas. Never forget that. No, you shouldn't.
0: Did you ever wonder what it would be like to be one of the
1: last people on Earth?
3: We're talking ghost town! Who would you see? There's nobody. I mean, there's nobody. Ah! What would you do?
1: Hey, I'm sorry if the end of the world makes me a little nervous.
3: <laughs> Where would you go? The star!
1: We'll get ready to find out because the comet is coming into your orbit.
3: The legal drinking age is now ten, but you will need ID. Let's be real. It's the night of the comet. What do you give me if I come back? Texas. Night of the comet.
1: No, I put this on in the office the other day. Uh, I think the last time I watched it was—did Joe Bob ever show it? I don't During think he has. During this little revival. I don't know when the last time I saw it. I, I want to say I watched it, was in, it in between now Grindhouse? and when we showed it at cuz
2: That was many moons ago now. Oh, yeah. That was a High
1: Point days. Yep. So I want to say that was like 2012 maybe. I don't know. Every well, time I yeah, try to guess some... the years, I'm always wrong anyway. I
2: don't know off the top of my head.
1: But, um, yeah. Night of the comment. Well, <laughs> I think I was trying to say that night of the comment I showed that in a December month. And they're like, no, you didn't july i'm like fuck (laughs) it's okay i was wrong okay anyway none of the comment um this is a wonderful movie i absolutely love and adore this movie um it's obviously not my first time watch and if you've never seen it i highly encourage you do especially if you're in st louis and you're gonna come out to the january late night greenhouse of chopping mall Mm. you should definitely watch this but um of the Comet is directed by Tom Hart, who also directed Soul Survivor which I think is you know I, I mean some people think it's kind of slow and I'm not gonna lie it is a little slow but there's something really eerie about it that re- always reminds me of like Carnival Souls it's
2: slow but I feel like that movie's purposeful
1: yeah yeah it's it's just supposed to be kind of like dread and you don't know what's gonna happen but you know like the targets on this woman's back he does a really good job at that and Night of the Comet is this wonderful amalgamation of like just having a really good like two really good cast members that can carry the movie like Kelly Maroney is adorable but she also feels like you know just like the younger sister that you need to take care of as well and uh, Catherine Mary Stewart she's also really good and I remember um, I became infatuated with the game she was playing, because I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then, and then I figured out it was Tempest. Oh, I don't think I. Did. I love I love the look of that game. It's just a simple vector game, but I love it. Um, is that on one
0: of those arcades? You can get it. Yeah, I
1: got the mini. Yeah, I got the mini arcade up in my office as well. Uh, but it's funny because I I know I want to say I picked up on it on a previous watch, but Michael Bowen is the projectionist. Yeah. And some of you guys might recognize him from some Quentin Tarantino movies. He's like the orderly from Kill Bill Volume One. My name's Buck. Yeah, and he likes
0: What's he likes to do? Oh, okay. Oh. He he likes car does he, he likes to go fishing on the weekends and Pussy
1: Wagon.
3: <laughs> he likes cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Works in the stray. Rescue.
1: <laughs> Not a bad guy. But yeah. When I watched that movie and seeing him in the projectionist booth, like granted I never did any CD deals where I said, Yeah, you could borrow the print, pay me two hundred dollars to bootleg it essentially. Mm-hmm.
3: But I just
1: remember, you know, there were times in the projection booth where I would just hang out, like eat chips, usually nacho chips from the concession <laughs> stand. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know, there was just something like really cool about that and for whatever reason, this movie kind of just harkens back those memories. And I think it's a lot because when Catherine Mary Stewart's character brings up the food in a bag, it's just like a you know surplus bag. And she's like, oh, we're just going to eat these. Yeah, that's shit I've done. I've spent a night in a the movie theater as well. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, no, this movie is... It's so inventive and like it can be scary when it wants to be. Um but I especially like with me booking Chopping Mall for January I forgot like how much this movie's projection like so you have Kelly mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You also have the guy who plays Hector which I'm blanking on his name but he's in Raul. He he is Raul in Eating oh, Raul. Oh yeah. But which also leads to Mary Waranoff, who is also in Night of the Comet and yes. makes the appearance as the two characters from me yeah. and Raul in Chopping Mall. So it was just in the back of my brain watching. And I'm like, yeah, I should, yeah, let's do Chopping Mall. Hell yeah. Because we talked about booking it, I think, a couple of weeks prior. Yeah. And that's what I was like, you know what? Night of the Comet's a Christmas movie. This works. But if you've never seen Night of the Comet, let me explain the plot a little bit. So. Um basically it's a it, it, there's news of a comet they're going to have these like the movie theater has a comet show and I don't know what the hell they're showing but they're showing something and like everybody it's a whole small town mentality where they're like oh let's hang out outside and watch the comet and we'll have comet viewing parties even though this all takes place in LA mm-hmm. <laughs> it just feels like a small town small town LA Well, anybody who watches the comet... Right, (laughs) yeah. Anybody who watches the comet either turns into dust, or they become a zombie. Mm -hmm. And it's just really interesting. Like, they're not your normal zombies. Um, That's kind of cool. They're like these weird space zombies, I guess Mm. you could say. And then you have this kind of like... They're not the government, but they're an official platform of people that are like scientists essentially that are kind of scoping out LA and saying, oh, well, there's these two teenagers that are still alive and they but go how did to they extract. Them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, what year did this come out?
1: I want to say 86, 87.
2: Okay. Because, well, you know, it ties into the Halley's Comet. Right. That right. That happened right. in uh, February of 86.
1: Okay. Oh, 84. Jesus. Never mind. All right. Wow. That's
2: why we got Roger on. They're planning ahead.
1: Thanks, Roger. So, 84? Really? Shit. Goddamn. Man, I have no sense of time anymore. It's all gone. It's because you're like 47. Mm -hmm.
0: The past couple of years have just felt the same (laughs) year over and over and over again.
1: But yeah, no, Night of the comments. A lot of fun. It's got this kind of mall rat, mall girl mentality to it that I really dig. Um, there's also some really cool cameos in in the movie. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's just kind of a fun it's movie fun. to watch. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting. It's <laughs> it's a more light. There's like a section in the movie that feels like a more light-hearted Dawn of the Dead <laughs> <laughs> they go to like you know a shop or they go to a radio station and then they go to a shopping mall and it's like oh yeah this is like somebody needs to make a montage of the right. shopping sprees in the two movies <laughs> but it's like what are there any- Dawn of
0: the Dead was written and directed by Frank
2: Zappa's
1: daughter right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> are there any shopping sprees and Elves
1: uh, <laughs> I don't know Jeremy you would know <laughs> yeah. if anybody that's true I'm still holding out. <laughs> never know.
2: You never know.
1: You never know. But yeah, you have a comment. Uh, it's on Shudder. That's how I watched it. I'm sure you can rent it at other places. I bet it's on the Tubi. So all the movies we talked about will have links in the show notes. All the movies
2: we talk about are Tubi originals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to Tear, to Drain? Yeah. Uh, well, our sponsor today is Tubi. Fuck <laughs> oh yeah. Let's get that Tubi money. No. Um... Anyway, yeah, that's what we've been watching. Let's get into our main topic, Don't Open Till Christmas from 1984.
0: Present from the people who brought you Friday the 13th.
1: Now comes Don't Open Till oh, Christmas.
3: A homicidal maniac is loose at Christmas. His target is Santa Claus. No one dressed as Santa Claus is safe. His death toys are a spear, a gun, an open razor, a dagger, or a garrote. Execution by any means. Don't open
1: till Christmas. Some Santa Clauses ignore the warnings.
3: He surely wouldn't attack a woman. Don't open till Christmas with special guest star Carolyn All Alright.
1: Don't open till Christmas was our late night grindhouse pick for December 2022. Why did Andy pick it?
0: Yes, why? Because you're a sadistic bastard. I played
1: every (laughs) other, like, known by title christmas horror film it's and, true and you know um i even played fucking Dal code santa claus yes which nobody had heard of and i knew i was taking a big risk but i think it paid off i mean there were people still talking about that and I'm like oh when's yeah. that movie coming out and now it's got a nice release from vinegar syndrome um it's a movie. So don't open till Christmas. I, <laughs> it's, I mean, a <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. it's notable because it, a lot of people know about it because A, it's you know, it's a don't movie by default, right? But number 2, they know it's a Christmas slasher. Number 3, it landed on the video nasty list. Yes. So that brings a lot of notoriety to to the movie and like people want to see that shit just like we all wanted to see faces of death well maybe not all of us were some of us were sick but um you know i mean there's just a morbid curiosity to some of that i think and for a long time this movie really didn't have a great release no uh, even the guys at mondo macabro as much as i love them and i still have that dvd and it's still worth keeping i don't know if the extras carried over but there's a i know there's a good documentary i just
2: read a review today it did
1: it did okay well maybe maybe i'll give it away you don't know um but i remember there being sound issues with that and while the picture was fine it wasn't anything remarkable then again this was a dvd yeah Fast forward to Vinegar Syndrome, they were able to find better elements. I think they're still internegative, so it's not the original camera negative or anything like that, but internegative is not bad. And I could tell when I watched it on the big screen, mainly because I was standing right below the speaker on Friday night, there's some post-processing done on the audio for sure. I believe it. So it makes me wonder if, like did the audio not get properly recorded the first time out or just maybe the audio elements weren't handled properly and I, I think it could be some of that because this was a troubled production. Yeah, Very much but so. why don't
2: we talk about the movie before we go we into will. the we production. It was
1: troubled? <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so the basic plot of Don't Open Till Christmas. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's the tough thing. It's a little convoluted, nah, but it, so, it's it's also relatively simple. Yeah, it's a guy yeah. going around killing anybody that's dressed like Santa Claus. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. that is chopping the... dicks. <laughs> Don't give that away. That's like the best kill.
1: <laughs> chopping dicks. I was just saying. I,
3: chopping I, I dicks. So he he gave it, he gave
2: it away in November. Give it like it away. The give it away. Guy. <laughs> oh, I. Oh yeah. I like the toe the toe blade. <laughs> yeah. Um. Toe blade. Toe blade. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Basically, anyone dressed as Santa Claus in merry old England better watch the fuck e- out. Even if you're a female. Hey, if it, if it re... If it... I don't know. I was trying to say if it bleeds, it bleeds. But, it, you know.
1: But, but that flavor. didn't work. Right. Uh, if it's red, it's <laughs> dead. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Really.
2: Truly. Red and white, you better watch your fucking ass. <laughs> um, there is a police investigation. There... It is a very muddled movie, and that doesn't matter because mm-hmm. this is a Dick Randall production who gave us such gems as pieces, slaughter high for your height only yes um, a the bunch of clones of Bruce Lee Bruceploitation films yeah yes mm-hmm. And I don't know if he really cared about making this make the most sense. I have seen this four or five times, and I still can't tell you who the killer is. It's that guy It's
1: that that guy who you think is
2: the killer (laughs) But (laughs) like I'm like what's his Relation to
1: everyone I don't know and then it's like okay Wait what What do you mean what Should we get into it if you want Okay so what's the confusion Well
2: I just don't remember Who he is throughout the movie
1: Okay so hold on hold on on, on. Um let's Talk a little bit more about the plot so this all Takes place in the UK Um which is a little bit Different, right? Um, You get some really cool shots of Piccadilly Circus, uh, but for the most part, this movie is relatively cold. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, like, there's not a lot going on. It's really, I I think you can kind of feel the production waning as the movie goes on. It's like, okay, well, we need to to jazz this up. Uh, Who's willing to get naked? Here we go. (laughs) Uh, and then we're just going to have these long lingering shots on your naked body, which, like, she's freezing cold. You can Run, see yeah. the goosebumps yeah. very well on the big screen. Um, and I don't know, it's it's a little sleazy. Um, it is not a, it's not a slow movie. I will say that yeah, the pacing weird. is like,
0: relatively quick when you consider the fucked up production like the movie flows really well yeah and like you almost don't pick up on the fact that everything's just doesn't make sense it is totally fucked. right
1: right. (laughs) but it does a good job at like whenever it feels like the story's going downhill and you're losing interest it's like well I'm gonna insert another Santa Claus kill here time
2: for reshoots yeah yeah yeah.
1: and there's some really funny bits I think Um,
2: I mean the Santa Claus at the um with the, the stripper oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm not the real center i'm not Claus. the real one yeah <laughs> like, <that gets laughs> no me every, shit you're lying. yeah Gives <laughs> yeah. me every fucking time yeah
1: no I, I think there's some really interesting set pieces and like it's one of those you know unfortunately i will say unfortunately it is one of those movies that you can zone out yeah and then it'll draw you back in for about five minutes and then it loses you and mm-hmm. then it brings you back in and I think a lot of that. I mean, quite honestly, like the director of the film is one of the main investigators, mm-hmm. who you might also recognize from Pieces as well. heard Purdom. I think yes. he's one of
2: four directors that had their hands on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he was, um,
1: or is it three? Because he it's comes back.
2: Three. Yeah, I think. Um, and he was offered the role. He said he would only do it if he got to direct, mm-hmm. and was a huge drunk. Which I think was a big one of the big issues behind it. Yeah.
1: Well, he was he was like a big Shakespearean actor. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't yeah, know a lot he's not about, a drunk, about that. Drunk, I think like right, right. But that's what I'm getting <laughs> at is yeah. I, I think he enjoyed the laurels of being the Shakespearean actor and right. actually got work. But then, unfortunately, kind of went into alcoholism. Well,
0: I had read that like um, he was like a very good prospect of making it in Hollywood, <clears> but then there was like this big scandal where. He had an affair, and, oh. like he left oh. his wife, and she left her husband. Yada yada yada. Okay, All so right. he became blacklisted, and so he went to Europe, and he started doing like sword and sandal movies. And mm. then mm-hmm. Italy started like, you know, well, we're not going to do those anymore. So he's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? I guess I can just do horror flicks <laughs> Yeah. So
1: it's once upon a time in Hollywood, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean, I look, I I think he's. Here's my problem with him, and granted, like, I have not seen a lot of his film repertoire. Uh, Quite honestly, I think I've only seen... Pieces and absurd. I mean, that's... I've seen him in absurd, but, like, knowing, you know, this is coming from producers of pieces, and being like, oh, it's it's that guy from pieces. Oh, he's obviously the fucking killer.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It doesn't... It ruins the mystery in a weird way. Now, granted... The twist, which I think we can go ahead and get into, is... It's not very twisty.
0: No, it's it's not. I guess it's not really
1: a twist, but the reveal is that he is the brother of this weird kind of... Always reminds me of Gene Simmons. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, He he has a unique quality about him. Uh, Always reminds me of Gene Simmons and is an actor named Alan Lake, and he plays Giles Harrison. And what Giles Giles is, he claims to be a reporter with a very popular newspaper. I want to say the Daily Mirror, maybe I'm wrong, or Daily News, whatever. Very popular paper that calls the police and says, hey, hey, would you like to advance your career? Um, I have information on the case that you're trying to solve, which mm-hmm. is the Santa Claus murders. And he kind of leads the investiga- one of the investigators on quite a bit. And it plays out throughout the whole movie. And then you find out that he has been doing all of the killings some of the killings, it's kind of still questionable. So I get what you're saying where you're like, I still don't know what happens because it doesn't really get clearly defined. He has that reveal moment where he's yeah, like, I'm the killer. Of course I killed them or whatever. Yes. But then there's like another we get a we get a flashback. The flashback. Mm-hmm. And, and the flashback reveals that he is the brother of the other lead investigator who is Edmund, played by Edmund yeah. Burton. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with that, it it also still, I, I can't remember who was talking. Were we talking about it after the movie where, where you said that kind of reminds us of Deep Red a little bit? Maybe not. That was brought up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was brought up, and I'm like, you know, yeah, it kind of does because Deep Red is also. Yes. Opens on yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Just saying. If you need an excuse to watch Deep Red, I got you guys.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> right? you can also watch. Jaws the Revenge because that opens on Christmas so you know <laughs> choose says Christmas wisely. like
1: Jaws the Revenge <laughs> I
2: that I love that opening sequence it's kind of pretty disturbing
1: mm. but yeah I mean there's there's just a really kind of cold quality to it and when I saw this actor Alan Lake I'm like man that guy looks familiar and then I looked up his filmography I don't there's maybe one other movie that I got to what see him in The Playbirds nope it's a uh, sexploitation film. It's like a British sexploitation film.
2: Oh, okay. That makes sense with Derek Ford being the screenwriter.
1: Yeah. And I want to say that he was on a, some episodes, like some television stuff, but the sad thing about him, um, Alan, he, Alan Lake in real life, the actor, committed suicide prior to this movie coming out in 84, which keep in mind- Damn. This movie started filming in 82. Yes. You know? And because what happened was Edmund Pertin, you know, he made that agreement, as Jeremy said, like, hey, I, I'm going to direct this movie. And then there were some disagreements with how the story was moving. And or, he
2: walked off set. I think he
1: just walked. Yeah. He just walked off. But he was having arguments with the producers. Because yeah, they Manasian, wanted like a sleazy, you know, piece right, of his. He kind of right. wanted to make it more classy. Psychological kinda, thriller. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he walked off the set, and then I think, if I remember correctly, like the film editor took a crack at directing. I think
0: Derek Ford. Uh, Derek Ford directed also,
2: for two days and was fired. Yes, yeah. and then Alan <laughs> Birkinshaw is the one who came in and.
1: But doesn't he go by pseudonym like yeah, Alan yeah. McGugan or yeah, something yeah. like that? Yeah, Alan Smithy. that shit. yeah, <laughs> yes. Which is funny. He should have just Alan Smith. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Um, it's it's sad because this this actor committed suicide mainly because his wife that he was married to, um, from what I understand, she was having like complications with possibly like some tumors, so cancer. Oh, damn. And yeah, this is his last film. And I'll be honest with you, I I think like, look, he he hasn't done much that I've seen, but I think he pops off the screen. I think he's a really mm. good character actor. Um like he's memorable. Yeah. At least as, you know, a creepy guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought he did a really good job and and I don't think Edmund Purden's all that bad either, but he's also just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think the biggest problem with this movie is there's really it's just you're going from a kill to a kill for for a moment and then there's this kind of really weak mystery story. That doesn't it, really go. anywhere. That doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, yes.
2: Yeah. That's, that's kind of the issue for me. Is that like the? I mean, the kills are great. Sure. Um, but it's just like oh, and then it's like well, my father, and then the whole like he takes the. One of the main characters is a woman whose was dad was killed. He was a Santa Claus, and right. like Edmund Purdom takes her out to dinner. And the boyfriend... (laughs) Doesn't he, like, disappear from the movie? Just completely gone. (laughs) Victim of reshoots, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Just There's this whole, like, pseudo-love triangle that's not a love triangle. I don't...
1: And, I, I mean, I don't know what's at fault here is, like, are the production issues the problem with this film? I think, quite honestly... The film is edited competently enough mm. to make a cohesive story for the most part, even though, yeah, we have questions about some of the logic behind stuff. Someone
0: definitely had an uphill battle.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I mean, I can only imagine like getting this project and like, okay, three different directors, um, <laughs> yeah. this story doesn't really go anywhere. It seems like they were making it up on the, on the fly. And How the fuck am I gonna edit this? Our
0: main character gets murdered halfway through. Right, right. I, our I think final that. girl isn't even fucking named.
1: I, I, I honestly think the editor is probably like the MVP of this right. movie. Right. Yeah.
2: Um. And I, you know, I will say I don't demand a lot of logic for uh for slasher slashers movie. and yeah. especially ones produced again by Dick Randall. Um.
1: And it, Steve Menesian. And Steve, I know. Who
2: I think is the MVP.
1: I think he's, yeah. So there's a lot of interesting stuff be- behind those producers. Yeah. And I would highly encourage you, if you do buy the Vinegar Syndrome release, um, Check out the documentaries. If they all carried over from the Mano Macabre one, there's like a 59 minute documentary on like how they made the film. Yeah, but I think it's called How to Make a Horror Movie, right? And then I want to say, like, so you do, if I remember correctly, and you guys can keep me honest. I always do. It does reveal a lot of like horror horror historical fact yeah it's a you find out that these dudes are essentially like the people that kind of helped friday the 13th and mm-hmm, they're also mm-hmm. behind hallmark releasing corporation yeah which i th- i want to say we talked about previously on we a podcast did. i don't remember
2: what episode <laughs> off the top i, of I my can't head.
1: remember but um those are also you know hallmark releasing corporation they're the ones that came up with the campaign it's only a movie yeah. yes for the last house on the left they also i know they were talking about doing the sequel which i think what is this shit to something movie gets that it's has a mario title? bava movie i know yeah. what
2: it is it is a uh, bay of blood bay of blood yeah last yeah, house last part two part
1: two yeah that's right <laughs> other than <laughs> carnage or twitch of the death nerd yeah, right. with so many fucking titles but um, a lot of people don't know that, like, Friday the 13th, or maybe people do know and they just forget. Um, but people who haven't read, like, Crystal Lake Memories mm. or know a lot about Friday the 13th don't realize that Friday the 13th was an independent film that was literally got the money for the name, Friday the 13th. It's a horror movie. It's called yes. Friday the 13th. What's it about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> we'll work that out later. We'll yeah. work it out. Give me the money. And, you know, I know, I, I want to say Hallmark releasing Corp. I want to say they did get involved with some mafia stuff.
2: Shocking. Speculation.
1: Um. Yeah, it's speculation. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but I know, I want to say that this film, when it was released in the U.S., it was put out by 20th, 21st Century Corporation, which is the same company or same distribution company that did Deadly Spawn, Mm -hmm. Nightmare, Nightmares and Damaged Brain, also another video nasty. Um, You know, I I know there's been questionable things with that company and Hallmark, but Hallmark should be they're they're also the guys that you know, put out, don't look in the basement.
0: Don't open the window. Yeah, don't open the
1: window. And, you know, I mean... They, I think they, that, that company is notable for what it did for exploitation in horror cinema for that time. One, oh, uh, Manazian, is that how you say
0: Yeah. Yeah. Manazian. Um, he started the vomit bag. Yes. For Mark, Mark of Anna. the Devil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, named Last House on the Left because it was Krug and Company. He's mm-hmm. like, that's a bullshit. Oh, <laughs> that's gosh. a bullshit
2: name. <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah. So I think, um, there's some really interesting history behind this. And the biggest disservice for this film, I think, is when you hype up this movie from the producer of Pieces and you're like, oh, it's going to be a rip-roaring good time. Right. No, it is the most fucking <laughs> cold, cynical, like, slasher film I think I've watched. You thought Pieces didn't make sense? Yeah. Well, I, I, I got mean, a story for you? am fine with shit not making sense, right. but, like, it's got to be entertaining, which pieces has in spades oh, for yeah. sure, but like don't open the Christmas. It doesn't have the bad sense of humor. It doesn't really have anything gory, except for like possibly one sequence.
2: And I mean, for the most part, it's blood like shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. nothing blood spurt. There's
1: nothing necessarily exploitative about mm. this movie to kind of help it.
2: It's sleazy, but I would say it's not like. I mean, I think
1: it's... There's some creepy imagery. I mean, the, the scene when I'm talking about with uh, the woman in the Santa yeah. robe, and mm-hmm. she's naked underneath, like, that mask is, it's going to leave an impression. Yes, like, yeah. I think everybody who watched it on the big screen were like, oh, shit. Or, you know, they had some sort of reaction scene. It's a, it's a striking image. Um, I don't think it ever really comes back. I think I think
2: he. It's worn maybe like once on one other time. Maybe once because I was watching it at home. And I was like, um, I I I swear it's in another scene. I'm I, sorry, you it might be like right. No, you might be right. Out of my brain as soon as I finished it. But it's
1: it's not like. It's not like every kill you're going to see the killer no, in he, this movie. There's no
2: mo- there's no like motif for it. It's gimmick a little misguided,
1: right? It's like when you see the sequence because this sequence that we're talking about where he terrorizes the girl with the straight razor, it's early. I mean, it's early on in the movie. Yes. So you're like, "Oh shit, okay, slasher movie. Got it. He's killing Santa Claus. Cool. He's going to be masked. Cool." And you see it maybe one other time. It doesn't explore that. And Again, it's just, you know, it's uh, unfortunately, it's just one of those really kind of, I don't want to say it's lifeless, but it also feels like it's on fucking life support. Oh, it definitely (laughs) is. You know, it's like, hold on, we still got some fight in her left. And
2: they hooked it, it's, you know, the morgue from the beyond where they hooked it up to see if there's any brain activity. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there's a little, a little life in her. Just a little bit. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, look, it, it, the bottom line is the reason why I po- picked it was it's one of the uh, only Christmas horror films that I hadn't shown. And I'm like, mm. it's notable enough. Oh, I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Elves?
2: No, cuz I know you can't find that yeah. anywhere. And that movie's I would say very off-putting in I an agree. early scene which a lot of people would be like, fuck I, this. I don't think I would show uh, it. No, you know what I'm thinking. I'll just show the what trailer. Am I
1: I don't know. What are you thinking?
2: Roger. We're talking <laughs> about elves? No, we're talking about what Christmas movie could he show? Oh. Classic. Oh. It's right in front of everyone's face. Oh, shut up. No. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. The oh, okay. toy Maker. <laughs> <laughs> that is one that's going to fucking blow people's that's minds. It's shown part one. Let's just go in to Jeep five. actually my right now. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you get it for 12 bucks?
3: Yeah. Good.
1: Um, yeah, no, I... (laughs) Yeah, can I show Silent Night Deadly Night Part Five? Hell yeah! You know
0: what? Just to stick it to Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> hey,
1: fuck you, buddy. He's not
2: too good for a paycheck.
0: Well, let's, let's campaign against Silent Night Deadly Night, and then that
1: <laughs> is the funniest. I'm gonna be a part That's five like five the yet. funniest fucking punchline of that whole series <laughs> is that he was Just an advocate to like get rid of that movie, yeah. the first movie, and then he ends up being Just in beautiful the poetic end of the irony. Love it. But yeah, don't open until Christmas. I think if you um, are a slasher completionist, especially a holiday slasher completionist, sure, give it, it a give it a whirl. It's worth your time. I, I was, think it's I think it's at least worth one watch.
2: Yeah, I mean, I well, I still have. Uh, I found it on VHS back in oh five. Mm. Didn't know what it was, but I was like,
1: cool. Yeah. Um, knife in a christmas package and it's bleed. It's,
2: it's a dollar okay yeah bet. um <laughs> that's what it is I, they could have
1: dog shit artwork <laughs> a dollar fuck
2: with this viewing i did because i there is tape hiss but it's mainly mm-hmm. in the back half of the film where previously i thought it was the whole movie yeah and it's not but it's still like
1: oh. and that that was the Vesteron video release right Yes, this was the Vestron yeah. video release. So when this was first released on VHS, it was Vestron video, and mm-hmm. I remember that that VHS sounded like shit. Yeah. But again, like I said, I mean, watching it on the big screen and hearing it, you could hear that. I think there was some permanent damage to the oh to I'm the sure. audio. Yeah, and you know luckily now like you 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 can have very little effort to correct it one thing we haven't mentioned oh carolyn fucking monroe (laughs) yes please somebody it was like um is that our killer track oh Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. I think it should be sweet. <laughs> but no. Coming so, it, uh, from what <laughs> does anybody know the story behind this? Like the producers, Why just they I, got her? Yeah, the producers. From what I remember, and uh, it's basically like the producers knew Carolyn Monroe. She was around. Yeah. She's like, sure, we'll come in for a day. You mean I get to do a song? And, like, I think she was doing some some musical shit around this time, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, sure, we're going to have you as a showgirl come in and basically do this extravagant show, and that's it. And literally, all her scene is is basically a music video that yeah, just yeah. ends abruptly. Yes. Because, you know, there's a dance Santa going through the <laughs> elevator, <laughs> the
2: elevator through the floor <laughs> of yeah. the stage, but... Well, then I, she showed up in... Um, slaughter high yes which was yeah i think the next movie so i want to say she's just like i think
1: she might have been friends with steve manesi and i, yeah, I can't yeah. remember but or maybe it was dick randall you don't know everybody loves dick um Hey-o. but which, no i i do i will say especially if you're a fan of maniac or just a fan of like carol yeah. monroe you definitely should watch this because it's like what the fuck is this it comes out of left field and i love it if they
2: did carry over the dick randall documentary from the mondo macabro yeah also watch that it is fascinating yeah
1: and i think maybe like look we know some of us have problems with vinegar syndrome where we just buy shit because it's you know could sell out
0: i don't have that problem at all i didn't
1: have that problem this year i was very (laughs) proud of myself because you know you know what actually got me through it thinking of you jeremy because like, I didn't buy You're not going to fucking no. watch
3: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean...
1: I, I have plenty of Vinegar Syndrome yeah. that I still need to watch. I still need to watch Thriller, and I love that movie.
0: I got two titles. It was uh, Ebola Syndrome and... Oh, um, fuck yes. Flesh for Frankenstein. Great. Nice. I'm like, oh, I can finally afford these. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those are great picks, too. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think Don't Open Until Christmas is just what I will say is when you do if you do buy the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray there is a lot more to explore and I mm-hmm. think if you are a horror fan which gotta be if you're listening to us why the hell else would you be here um, you owe it to yourself to kind of like watch that and and learn where these creative forces are coming from and what they had to deal with and like I think I want to say does it really I can't remember but does it go over some of the production issues? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: I think I saw I didn't want to, like, bad mouth original anything. Original documentary. Somebody uploaded it to YouTube. Okay. Uh, how to make a horror movie. Yeah. And that's where I heard most of these stories. It's not up there currently. I, I just remember- buried. what
1: What I remember are, like, shots of- Who's smoking the cigar? Is it Dick Randall or- a Dick Reynolds, I don't know. I, uh, I, I just- It's- I remember hopefully I'm remembering the right thing but they were like they kind of feel like the stereotypical producers oh, they
2: are both very much that <laughs> yeah. yes
1: like uh, you know if cell phones were around at that time they'd always be on them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I think um, I think there's another story like Jeremy is saying if you can watch that documentary there's another story to be found here so maybe you weren't gung-ho about the movie there's at least some interesting material, um, assuming all the bonus material... I, I don't know why I'm assuming I have the fucking disc. I yeah, can they got um, cool not track.
0: Some cool interviews. The, uh, the making of a horror film is on the Vinegar Syndrome disc.
3: Okay.
2: 52-minute documentary.
0: I
1: don't know if that's on here.
2: Oh, damn, is it not? I don't think so. I mean, that kind of makes sense, because that was probably done for... Their uh, Mondo macabre used to do like a series, right? Yeah, like yeah. episodes. So so, probably.
1: so. The Mondo Macabro DVD does seem to have the documentary about Dick Randall, and that has not carried over to the Vinegar Syndrome release. But the 52 minute making of a horror film is on the Vinegar Syndrome release. So Good I'm to keeping, know. I'm keeping that red. Case. I guess. I, yeah.
3: Fuck God. <laughs>
1: You know, I'm actually really looking forward to, like, whenever I replace a film. You can actually find it I'm on, like, cool, I can remove this. Uh, oh, God, Mando this Macabra's, fucking case
2: is fucked. Mondo Macabra's YouTube page, you can find that Dick Randall documentary. Oh, okay. It's in three parts. But. You
1: know, well, we'll link part one in the yeah. show notes. How about that? Good Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, don't open till Christmas. Um, it's streaming.
2: I think it, it's on Tubi.
1: Is oh. it on Shudder? No, uh, I no. guess it's not. No, no it's on Tubi. But it is definitely on Tubi. So, I just don't well, know if it's the vinegar. As window. of
0: recording, it's not on Shudder.
1: Oh, uh, true, true. It might
2: be. You think it's going to
1: pop Joe up Bob? at the
2: end of. Oh, that was the hint. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, they were pretty easily guessed. British slasher like. where
0: Santa yeah, d- fights for his
1: life. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on Friday, that is my guess. I think right. it's that in a Christmas horror story. Yes. yes. On record. Here we go.
2: Both are about Santa. Oh, because the other <clears> one's <throat> from Canada. Uh-huh. Santa's also fighting for his yeah. life. Uh huh. Which I love that sequence.
1: Yep. It's about so, 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 if we're right, then Don't Open Till Christmas should be there. On its own, yeah. or you could watch it with Joe Bob. Mm. But anyway, uh, okay, real quick, what is your go-to Christmas horror film, Roger?
0: Mine is Christmas Evil, hands down, no mm, question. God, mm. I love the so fucking good. descent into madness. Character study. It's kind of like Maniac. Yeah, Christmas oh, time. Absolutely. So. Some people say it's quote-unquote boring, but yeah, fuck you. I, <laughs>
3: I don't think it's
1: boring at, at all. It's,
3: it's fucking maniac. I, I, I think
1: it's just not, cars, not as...
2: It gets sold as a slasher yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's a it's not. Yeah, it is a character piece, it, and it is an
1: ex... God, his... John Waters was perf- just in town, and oh, he yeah. loves I Christmas
0: yeah, Evil. He said that's his favorite holiday, but, yes. holiday movie. Well, I think Brandon,
2: he said that's one of his favorite movies in Britain. Brandon Maggart's performance... Is so fucking great with like mm. the scenes where he's just like looking at himself in the mirror and he's yeah. like la- laughing like a Santa and then right. he like stops and he's like pointing at himself. It's just, it is such an yeah, yeah, underrated it um, performance. Yeah. It is. I do, I have to, you go, you, I'll, I go last because I can't figure it okay. out right now. All
1: right. Um, mine is Black Christmas. There's, I mean, I just, I don't know if this makes me sound like a psychopath, but... You are. It's okay. There's something about that movie that puts me in out. the spirit oh. <laughs> of Christmas. I don't know what it is. It's the, fl- it's the flesh cookies, isn't it? Uh, it's the flesh cookies. <laughs> no. It's not, I, got uh, I got it. That's... <laughs> No, um, and I still haven't watched The Blumhouse. Gotcha Billy. One. I want some.
2: Fine. It just should have not been called Black Christmas. There's yet. just
1: uh, there's a lot to really unpack with the original Black Christmas yeah. directed to Blob, Bob Bob Clark. Bob Clark created two Clark. of the greatest
2: hor- uh, Christmas movies. I know.
1: And that's what I love. I I always fucked with people. I
2: know what really gets Andy going. It's it's him again, the Mona, the
1: Mona. <laughs> the Mona. Let me look
2: Oh, wow. I was. I stopped. I stopped. Jesus fucking Christ. Not
1: a PG 13 podcast, you know.
2: It's also not a.
1: It's not a grossy podcast, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no. uh, Black Christmas probably does it for me. It's still creepy. Um, Yes. I I love the like humor and the back and forth that like Margot Kidder has with that deputy. Um, it's fellatio it's a new exchange (laughs) and I'm like oh my
3: god
1: there's just so much to really unpack about that and like you can look at it from a technical angle and I know this is a it's been said before I'm not saying I'm like the only one that says it but like it did come out before Halloween and has some striking similarities in the beginning but with that said, we all know like Carpenter kind of tried to do a little different of approach. I think he was using like touch of evil, um, which is a little strange, but, uh, I think black Christmas is this weird, but evenly blend humor, horror, and a little bit of drama, a little sprinkling of kind of like, um, women's rights. Um, I I I think it's I think it's a really good movie, and people need to watch it. And uh, I cannot wait to get that four K. But I'm in no You're hurry either. You're not gonna watch
3: it because you don't <laughs> yeah. have a I'm fucking four K no, player. I'm no hurry, but yeah. hopefully
1: by uh, twenty twenty three, we'll see. We'll Just see what Children happen. shouldn't play with dead things at four K yet.
2: I know it just had a 50th anniversary release (laughs) because now that's a Bob Clark movie. But uh, VCI put it out, so gamble. There you go, gamble. You know, it's actually pretty hard for me to pick my favorite Christmas horror movie. You might remember. 2014 when I put myself through hell reviewing 24 Christmas movies and we will In drop a link time. for your service. Uh, <laughs> don't read most of those.
1: No, I think uh, at, at worst case scenario, right? Like, kidding. don't read them. But don't add read the em list. Christmas. No. See, this um, would have been the perfect opportunity to be like, come to our letterbox and we'll have a list yeah, made out for um,
2: you. I know, missed opportunity. Uh, you know, I could fix it. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, Even though I said it It's still It's Black Christmas is one of my all time I think favorite movies Mm -hmm. Not just uh,
1: Not just a holiday one Yeah
2: Yeah. Like it is It hits in such a way First time I watched that was summer I don't know why (laughs) I rented it then It was like August And I was like this movie's Fucking incredible Yeah
0: Christmas in July
2: Yeah Um, You know Can I do a tie Sure. It's got to be Silent Tis Night, the season. Deadly Night 1, and 5. <sighs> Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, fucking... I mean, I remember the cover as a kid, but yeah. when I saw it, I think it was 20, blew me away because it was so mean mm-hmm. to Billy, who had <clears throat> done nothing wrong, and it was just... It had good kills, it was, you know, the, the music the is music, so... Yeah. Good in it, and really gives both it of this those vinyl lives <laughs> in. Um, gives it this lived-in feel of the like original Christmas songs, and just the idea that like, oh yeah, we're gonna put this out. Yeah. As this, and obviously everybody God shit. Their you
1: pants. just reminded me I have to play a whole bunch of Christmas vinyl. I got Scrooged. <sighs> I got Krampus. Jesus Christ! I got both of the Silent Night vinyls. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night vinyls. The um, one with the songs and the score. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I only have the songs.
1: Well,
3: that's all you really want. You want warm really side want. of the door.
2: You're goddamn right, I'm <laughs> um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 I watched one year. I think it was like Christmas Eve. I was like, I don't want to see my family, so I went over
0: to.
1: <laughs> I was like, are you staging this? It was the lowest point of my life. No, no, <laughs> it was. It,
2: it saved me from the darkness. <laughs> No. <laughs> no i wasn't <laughs> which uh, one's
1: five Toymaker? the yeah. Toymaker? Yeah, yeah okay
2: i have i do have a dark Knight of the soul movie but i won't get into that till later <laughs> uh but i just e- saw it at my friends like went over there watched it yeah and had a fucking blast bought it from Lime video when they were so, yep. before they closed before down before they closed down and when, had the
1: like closing sale
2: yeah yeah um and it's just been in rotation. It is
1: <laughs>
2: my kind of weird bullshit. That yeah. one where I I really like Silent Night Deadly Nights. Well done. It's not, and I think there's a lot to say in that. In that, like, it is a slasher movie, but like you know,
1: the only thing his, that is I it don't Brian? is that his name what the Billy.
2: Billy 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 is the victim. Yeah, in that movie, and um, where yeah, just and it's the
1: trauma that kind of like oh yeah a thousand percent re, um, it doesn't reignite anything it just ignites yes like a fucking it triggers that goes all goddamn yeah, night yeah um the only thing is like the only thing I don't really care about that movie is really the opening but I also feel like it's kind of necessary too in the grand scheme of the film
2: yes Um,
1: but at first it does it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth I'm like motherfucker you're just trying to put something exploitative in here well and it 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 is it's the name of the game yeah
2: Um, god damn those two are like tied
1: okay I'll accept it it's part of the same franchise (laughs) (laughs) you should have said the book ends but that's okay I did not say bookends, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Silent Night and The Deadly Night, if you uh, will. Oh, <laughs> shit. Alright, cool. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for listening.
3: Thanks Where for can,
2: coming out if you did. if you're wh- Yeah, thanks local. for
1: coming out. Hopefully you come out on January 20th and 21st for Chopping Mall. This is a really fun movie. You get to see Dick Miller on the screen, you get to see Barbara Crampton, Kelly Maroney, um Paul Bartel and Mary Warnoff for like a brief second. But um it's Alexa Gone Bad, and hopefully I didn't set off your device.
2: Oh, Alexa
1: Roger. break. Bad. Alexa, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna cause chaos.
3: <laughs>
1: Roger, where can people find you on the interwebs?
0: You can find me on Instagram at Roger Van Gool. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Jerome, that
0: it would me? be you. Yeah.
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at my new handle. Uh, it's really weird. It's J O N E dot S T L because I'm trying to come up with something with my it's just last like name. How you
1: preface, it's really weird, but bear with me. Well,
2: got tired of the long name.
1: And, and, now and now it's just <laughs> complicated. Now you got to put a period I where know. you're not Dot. used to
0: it. <laughs> Thank you, I'm vaccinated at Camp yeah. Blood. Right. Would you like some COVID With nineteen you like information? information? Like, for fuck's sake! Be okay. careful of false information posted <laughs> on the internet. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm um, just trying
0: to post pics, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
2: It's like I'm just trying to talk about Wishmaster here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On um, well, Letterbox, J Bunzy.
1: You can find me on Twitter. Instagram, Letterboxd, Trefi, T-R-I-E-F-Y. Find us as a collective on Twitter at DTB horror, Facebook at Facebook.com slash destroy the brain or destroy the brain on Instagram. If you forget any of that, go to support destroy the brain com. You can find all the links to there. Uh, to the respective social media we can also I think there's also a link to the Late Night Grindhouse Facebook page which is how we uh, post the events for Late Night Grindhouse we also have a newsletter sign up and a link to our discord server discord.destroythebrain.com just gave away two passes to go see Megan but you Mm -hmm. can go to the website and enter the Sweepstakes. I hope that movie's fantastic. I'm sure it's going to be fun. Oh,
3: man. It looks <laughs> so yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get to talk about it next time we uh, get in your ear holes. <laughs> in January. Oh, <laughs> Every time. I know. It's just stop saying ear holes. Why? They're holes. And they are located in the ear. Okay. <laughs> Happy
2: holidays! Sure, happy holidays if you celebrate it. See nice.
1: you next year. Is that yeah, no. is that how we close out? Yeah. Oh, okay. See you next
3: year. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>